Hi, welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany Anthony. Hey. Uh, tonight we're talking about, again, technically it's Batwoman Season 1, Episode 9, but in reality it is Crisis on Infinite Earths, Part 2. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel, yeah, I feel it's very weird that they still did the Bat, Supergirl, Batgirl. Like, they should have just... Just been, called, like, called the a crisis. episodes just crisis yeah, straight up. Because exactly. if you're watching, if you're just watching the straight seasons, like you know, later on, like a year from now, you're just watching the straight seasons, you're going to get this Batwoman episode in the middle of like a regular Batwoman season, and you're like, what is any of this? Right. It has nothing to do with anything. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> they should have just made it crisis. Like, the show should have just been called well, crisis. crisis. And it's, it's, uh, it's funny because I said, you know, usually in the crossovers, Supergirl kind of gets the short stick. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of her her actual show and her support crew in her episodes. This time, I don't say Batwoman's getting the short stick, but outside of like one of her support crew, mm-hmm. there was no one from her show. Right. And the one person we see is was uh, the dude who opens the door at uh, Bruce's house. He's a character on her show. He's Lucius. He's... Lucius is Fox's son. Right. Luke Fox. Luke Fox is what they said. Right. Yeah. And this this is an alternate version of him. And like, if I got why they couldn't put any of her support crew in this episode, in a Batwoman episode, Mm -hmm. because if you know what's been happening on her show this season right now, everything is so like, it's kind of in (laughs) crisis. Uh, She just, her stepmother was just poisoned by her crazy uh, twin sister, so she died. Her stepsister's pissed about that. Okay. Her dad's in jail for the murder, being framed for the murder of the stepmother. Right. Um, her ex-girlfriend is married to a guy, and she's all like, no, 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 I don't like, you know, Batwoman anymore. And really, the only person she has is that one guy that shows up in alternate version. And I went, well, if you're going to do alternate versions of that guy, you could do alternate versions of her whole support crew. Right. But you know what? I didn't mind it so much. Um, because, sorry, because this is the strongest, again, this whole crossover is the strongest Ruby Rose's Kate Kane slash Batwoman has been. Outside. Like, her on her show, she's not written as well. Like, everyone on her show outshines her. And right. this is the best I've seen her. So, I was okay with that. Yeah, I remember you telling me yesterday that, you know, that her uh, supporting cast kind of outshines her. Yeah. Um, here's the thing it's like you know because we were talking about Kara and how Supergirl gets the you know short change yeah I was thinking she's I was hoping especially for Crisis that she wouldn't because Superman Supergirl Lex Luthor technically but not he comes in at the end play a big part in Crisis, mm-hmm. like, more so than, uh... Flash? Flash. Definitely Excuse Green me. Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah. Bat... Yeah. Bat people? Bat people. <laughs> um, right. So, it's a very big, like, you know, the Kryptonians are very big in Crisis. Okay. Um... Well, there's that iconic, you know, cover where... He's uh, holding... Superman's holding Superman. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, so I wasn't surprised. I was surprised, however, by the fact that they really like it was like they're actually following the story almost very much so like it is in in the comics okay and that's why i was kind of surprised because i thought they were going to do something really different Mm -hmm. because 
and this is both a positive and a negative, they spent uh, with Arrow and Flash, they spent the entire year, especially in Arrow, the mm -hmm. whole year has been about crisis. You have to get ready for crisis. Right. You have to get ready for crisis. Flash, it's been since... And I want to say, sorry to cut you off, but the whole you have to get ready for crisis, uh, Oliver, you have to build this machine, it was just a thing to turn Lila into Harbinger. Yeah. Which is kind of like, hmm. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. I go, so Arrow, they've been building up the entire year of crisis. Flash, I mean, they've been showing that article for, you know, since the beginning of, what, season? Season one. Season one, right? Yeah. I go, they've been talking about crisis now for over two years. So they've really built up crisis with Arrow and the Flash. And I get why they did it, because it's the two most popular shows. Yeah. So it's to get people invested. But they built them up so much. However, Green Arrow has such... In, 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 the, in the actual crisis has very little mm -hmm. to do and Flash plays a role but it's really just one specific role and that's about it he's not as uh, uh, important influential and influential in it as some people might think so it's like you're following the story yeah. but then it made no sense why you then built it up so much on I mean the again shows. I know why you did it because they're the two most popular shows and you're trying to get people invested but it's like you spent a lot of time with Crisis, with Arrow, and with Flash, and yet they are, I mean... They're not ent not entities in this crossover pretty much, right now. Pretty much. Like, literally, Oliver's dead for two episodes. So that's why I thought, like, oh, they're doing something different. Yeah. Because in actual Crisis, in, in, the, in the comics, Green Arrow doesn't have that prominent role. Mm -hmm. Flash only has this prominent... I go, so they're clearly going to be doing something different. And then watching it and going, okay, you're actually following the story, you know, mostly with, with a couple changes here and there, but then why why all the build-up? Yeah. Well, I think it's also... It feel, it, 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 I'm sorry. I go, oh, it's sorry, just... Yeah. It feels like... It feels off, because it's like... I, you're watching this whole build-up, and everything, and you're watching this whole build up, and you're watching the entire season of Arrow be about crisis, and then Oliver's not in it. You're watching Barry for five years talk about vanishing, and his daughter comes back, so he doesn't vanish, and then everything's been about crisis, not everything, but a majority of this season's been about crisis. Him and preparing everyone to move on with Move on, after right, and it's like he's hasn't even been that much of a major player and then the actual major players in the story of actual crisis, which is Superman, which is Supergirl, I go, a harbinger, yeah. you know, I go, and stuff like that. Spectre, who we'll get to yeah. eventually. Yeah. I go, and yet, on those shows, you barely mention Crisis. They, they did really From what nothing. you know, from they what really you told me. They did nothing with it on um, Supergirl, which was like, seeing how a bigger role she's playing in this crisis, in this crossover right now, I wish they had just did a lot more like mention crisis mm -hmm. but because like well when brainiac says in the first episode oh the monitor i thought that was just an oliver and flash problem on their earth and, it, and that was how supergirl was treating it it was like yeah it was nothing they had to worry about because it had nothing to do with their earth right and it was like okay when it happens to your earth oliver i'll show up and help out because that's what happens with a uh, supergirl mm -hmm. she goes to earth one to help out they never come to earth 38 38 to help out. Right. Which is what they actually did this time. Exactly. Which I kind of like. But I wish, if you're going to do that, I wish there would have been a bit more like, just here and there, a few things during the season of Supergirl to kind of like get you aware of Crisis coming. 
The closest they got was the season finale last year when uh, Lena shoots Lex, mm-hmm. basically kills him, and Amanda shows up and grabs him and goes, no, I'm going to bring him back to life because you have a thing to right. play. And then nothing until the episode right before the crisis starts when we find out this whole thing with uh, John uh, John Jones's uh, Martian brother was a test from the monitor. And I went, okay, you know what? I wish we could have seen right. more. I felt like maybe there had been one more glimpse of the monitor at some point during the season, but I can't remember. But there wasn't enough to, to where you realize that she's going to play a different role than she usually plays in these crossovers. Right. And, I mean, based on, on the fact of the role that Superman, Supergirl, and Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. who, it's Lex Luthor, but beforehand it's Alexander Luthor from Earth 2. He plays when he's a, good. When he's good, right. He mm-hmm. plays a big role, I go, in it, but... Sorry ahead. to time out, but... I saw I the know, time out coming, and I was like... I know he declined to be a part of it, but wouldn't it have been amazing if Alexander Luthor, the good one Mike, from another Michael world, Rosenbaum. was Michael Rosenbaum? Oh. He said he got lowballed on the offer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard there was a whole thing about like they were had somebody. I think a producer had to pay someone out of his own pocket. To right. Get them in there. I was like, you uh, pay these people whatever you can. Exactly. And more. <laughs> and more. It's like because the, the thing about the the Lex character in Smallville was those first couple of seasons you like him. Yes. And you go, you know what? I can see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I can see what he's been through. And you like him for a lot of, you know, yes, he, he does stuff at times. Yeah. But it's like, for the most part... You're waiting for him to go bad. Bad. But if you didn't know, <laughs> yeah. if you didn't know the story, yeah. you'd be watching going, oh, you know, I, I, yeah, he has some issues, but I, I like yeah. Lex Luthor. You know, he seems like he actually does seem like a, a real friend to yeah. Clark. Yeah. He would have done a great job of playing the Alexander Luther. And he could have had hair, because doesn't that... He, Alexander has hair, has hair yes. So he could have had his hair. You didn't have to go bald. Exactly. <laughs> I go, and that, that would have been great, but anyway. Yeah. So the episode opens oh. up. Uh, yeah, they're, um, yeah, it's Kate and Sarah and Kara. <laughs> Kate, Sarah, Sarah Kara. Kara. Uh, they're like, you know, they're toasting to Oliver. Yep. Well, Sarah's trying to toast to Oliver. Uh, uh, Barry's not, didn't want to be there, because nope. Barry's just like... Barry is shut down. Barry is shut down. Yeah. And, and he, has, he, has, he has other ideas of yeah. what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's like, she's like, you know what? I'm I'm proud of all of her sacrifice. You know, like she's, like I said, she's been honking the whole he's a hero horn. Yes. And then, you know. Honk, honk. honk. <laughs> and Kara has all this guilt. Like, you know, right after, in the first episode, right after her Earth gets destroyed, blah, blah, she, you know, she still had hope. But I think it's the death of Oliver that kind of like just kind of makes everything kind of crashing down. Yes. It's like one more thing where like, wait, one of ours who's supposed to help us save everything is gone. Right. Like, what do we do now? You know? And she's uh, really wants to uh, fix it. She's like, we're going to stop this and we're going to do it, undo it and break everyone back. Yes. She is that beacon of, of hope. hope that we'll get to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I think then... Uh, Lila shows up. Harbinger yeah. comes. And this is where she feels like Lila again. Yes. Yeah. So she shows up and basically, and they don't get to finish their shots because I, yeah. I, I, they yeah. don't take like a shot. Um, and then basically Lila's, Lila Harbinger is like, I haven't told John yet. He's, yeah. She's like, I don't know how to break. And when she says that line, I don't know how to break it to him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it felt, it like, felt Lila. like Lila. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yes. Um, and then she, so then basically then she goes into, uh, giving our heroes and us, like, information of, like, they need, the monitor needs tech from the Wave Rider. Yeah, he needs, a uh, Ray's, um, lab. 
Right. So he needs all that tech from the uh, from the uh, Wave Rider, and then Sarah's like, no. I promise my crew they're going to skip this crossover. crossover. I thought that was a funny way of only using a small amount of actors yes. <laughs> in the show. And they kind of continue that where they double up on a certain actor. Okay. I, um, thought, I, I thought it was funny. I thought that joke worked. Yeah. Like, you know. It was, it was funny. And, and it was, it was uh, Legends is a very meta show where mm-hmm. they're quick to like, you know, it is the most, I don't want to say Deadpool-like, but it's the most Deadpool-like of right. the Arrow shows where they'll talk straight to the camera or they'll, you know, right. wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know what we're talking about, you know. Right. So, yeah, so I, I like that line. Um, so then she says, <clears throat> like, so no for that. And then that's when I think Lila, I mean, I'm just going to keep calling her Lila. Yeah, yeah. I well, guess, this, well, she was acting like Lila. Lila right. I go, and then Lila's like, does Lila suggest it or does Sarah suggest because the Wave Rider in the future where they... No, Lila goes, oh, we know there's more than one Earth. Earth, we right. We can go to any other Earths and get a Wave Rider. Right. Yeah. And she goes to uh, Earth 74. Okay. And this is where, oh, I was like, did an arrow guy write this? Cause did a... Did an arrow guy write this? <laughs> I, my voice got really high. I'm sorry. Um with the, with the crayon and everything. <laughs> because she shows up at the away rider, which is like down and is like looks kind of like just dirty. And um, the voice is not Gideon, it is Leo. Leo. It's like a snark. Like a snark. I yeah. Like, oh my god. I, I, I was glad to get Wentworth Miller back in any way. Yeah. So I was like, if it's just his voice, I will take it. Right. Um, and there's a Mick Rory, and he is basically Mick Rory. I don't know if it's kind of like if it's the lazy everyone's the same person on every earth until right. they're not or if it's just like the joke no matter where you go Mick Rory's Mick Rory okay I want to take it as no matter where you go Mick Rory's Mick Rory you are a better person than I am <laughs> I it's very it's their trope it's very easy for them to fall back on that where they just yeah. go no 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 especially you know we've talked about this before especially with Arrow it's no you are this on one earth you are this on another earth yeah. That is it. So basically, the fact that he likes to write romance novels. Just like uh, Mick on Legends. Right. The fact that he loves, he hates cops and loves beer, beer and all that good stuff. That is, no. Arrow's writing is, if you are that on one Earth, you are that on another. Now, it's funny that you can go, when it's a character like that. When yeah. it's a character that has that many over-the-top, funny yeah. uh, 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 characteristics. characteristics it works a little bit better because then you can go, It's ah, easier to swallow it, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what uh, I wanted to say. It's easier to swallow because you can go, ah, that's funny. He's like that on every single Earth. So it worked here. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not, let, let us not give Arrow the benefit of the doubt, or the writers the benefit because of the doubt. Because they do it too often. They do it too often. Exactly. This is where it's like, I can take it because it feels like something that they would do on Legends, but because it's also something they do on Arrow, it pisses me off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so they go and Lila, you know, so basically Lila's like, hey, we need... And apparently, they, like, the legends have retired. Like, that's in that... In that world, in yeah. That world. Uh, most of them retired. One is dead. Yeah. And that's why they're not around. Yeah. I, I guess the legends of... of the ones on TV are dead because most of the Earths are dead. So I just, I'm assuming if you're not there, you're dead. Yeah. Um, and basically she gets him to agree to take the Wave Rider and what they need yeah. and to come oh. with them by basically offering him beer. Yeah. She offers him other stuff, but then he goes, you had me at beer. Yeah. 
and they he, he winds up bringing the Wave Rider and Mick Rory back with and her. This is where I was like, this was like the most Lila esque we've seen in a very long time because up until now, like like what three or four episodes of of Arrow when she shows up, she's very like vague and unemotional and like yes. oh yes, you need to come along because there's a thing and I can't tell you anything. And mm-hmm. here she was like. You like beer, right? I'll right. give you some beer. Like, it felt human again. Exactly. And at um, least that's how she was writing her. I do I, I do wonder if they thought they were t- they were doing the, well, she's being, you know, the monitor. She is the harbinger, mm-hmm. so she needs to be this. But then they fail to realize that she hadn't become harbinger until she touches the... Yeah, that was the problem. Like, that's she was the thing. acting like that right. before they she made her, her right. They wrote yeah. her as she is the harbinger of the monitor. Yeah. So she is very, you know, serious and very just, you know, not yeah. Lila like. Yeah. And it's like the problem with that is is that you actually didn't make her harbinger until the last episode of Arrow, which was right before the uh, yeah. crisis, when she touches the uh, the weapon. Yeah. So why were you writing her like why that? Why was she so weird? Exactly. <laughs> why was she so weird before? Yeah. Like kind of that's Arrow writing. There you go. That's okay. Arrow writing, my friends. <laughs> Um, okay, do you want to go to Barry? We've got like a few things we could follow. We can go to Barry. We can I want to do the I want to do the Barry out because I found out the least interesting and the thing okay. that kind of annoyed me. Okay. Um, not so. Here's the thing. I I get it makes sense that mm-hmm. Barry wants to bring Oliver back and that Mia would want to bring Oliver yeah. back. The fact that they did it via Lazarus Pit mm-hmm. was just a little like that's too much for Crisis. Mm. Like, if you're going to bring Oliver back, I, my thing was once, and I was like, because I was thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, it's a Lazarus Pit. They're gonna find Lazarus Pits, and I'm just like, I feel like that's just too much. I go, if they're gonna do it, do it like another way or whatnot. And once they brought in Constantine, which mm-hmm. we'll get to, I was like, I I wish they would have just skipped. It, it, like to it, Constantine and have Constantine just bring him. Yeah, and it felt like they veered off from like like I said, the first episode there was a sense of urgency, and then like this episode, everyone kind of like paused, and I went, okay, we're gonna get like we're gonna search for. The, I'm gonna get into this, but we're gonna search for the Paragons, but then all of a sudden we're also gonna have like this side like journey, right. like jaunt for two episodes about saving Oliver, and I kind of wished it was just like the first episode get some Paragons, second episode. Saving Oliver. Saving Private Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture, like, Tom Hanks, like, dying for uh, Stephen Amell, and it's just like, oh, wow. Um, I agree. I I 100% agree. Uh, I do not think Oliver should have died in that first episode. I did not enjoy the, the story of... Not that it was terrible, but I didn't. This isn't. This wasn't the time for it. Like yeah. you said, we're in crisis mode. Mm-hmm. I go. This is it, and this just grinded and slowed the episode down. Yeah. a lot. And I was just like, this isn't something. Like again, this is something that you do before crisis. This is like episode six of Arrow this season mm-hmm. where Oliver dies and the monitor's like, wait, but I, yeah. you know, I didn't foresee this. And, and then they... We could get, then we could do the, the callbacks to the Lazarus Pit. We could do the callback to the Lazarus Pit, exactly. Yeah. So that's what they should have done, not during Crisis. It's like, the way I liked the Sarah scenes from the first episode where she finally got her, like, you know, goodbye or acknowledgments with Oliver, even if it was like a future alternate Oliver, because we couldn't get it in the regular... Arrow season, 
it worked for me. But the Lazarus Pit should have been in a regular owl season. Exactly. Um, before we get into like, I did want to say I did like when, uh, you know, everyone's like gathered around. The monitor's like gonna like spell out his plan, and Barry comes in and Barry is doing like attitude face the whole time. He's like, I'm just angry at you. I don't like you, Barry. Oliver's dead. You suck. And like, you mean <laughs> when Barry tries to act hard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, he's been to prison, okay? Okay. Oh, you know what? You're right. Um, and and the baby keeps crying. Crying, and they keep passing the baby. And then Batwoman's like, no. No, and it gets it's to Mick, Mick, and he's and the baby just stops crying, and they're like, they're like, go away, go away, baby. So yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I that scene did make me laugh, and I and I actually liked how the monitor played it when he's trying he's trying to tell them about yeah what's going on, he's and like, like my Paragon powers are waning, waning, and he has to keep stopping because yeah. the baby keeps crying, yeah. and he's yeah. like, okay, are, are we good? Can I start now? All right, I'm gonna start again. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I get it, it's a baby, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be respectful, but come on, guys, I need yeah, to finish this. Yeah. Um, it was a nice little levity. Levi right, I like how they lightened that. Yeah, so he tells them we gotta find like seven paragons. Yes. Which will defeat the anti monitor. Okay. Yes. Do you wanna go into the paragons, or are we gonna just stick with the. Um, we'll go into. The uh, Barry. The I'll Barry, play. but I just. Before we. <laughs> We're gonna do go that. into the Barry. <laughs> Before we do that, because he's telling this whole you wanna, story. Okay, you want to yeah. go into right. Okay, he's telling the story about the the the, the paragons, yes. and I do like how everyone's like, wait, 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 what? Now there's paragons that you should have been telling us about this whole freaking time. And Hard Barry is like, like, what? He's like, what? Why are we just finding out about this now? And it's like, yeah. Barry, stop trying to be hard. Like, I know you're angry, but it doesn't work. Like, please get Iris to say that. I if Iris says that, I, I believe it. Yeah. I think, oh shit, she's pissed. But he's like, yeah, she's I've hard. Got, he's like, I went back in time and I found the Book of Destiny. Right. And you're like, well, you go back in time, but you couldn't save Oliver. He's like, no, I d d d my powers, <laughs> my powers don't work. It only works for the book. Shh. That was the explanation for everything. It's like, well, wait. How did you get hit by that arrow? Why didn't you, can't you go back in time and save uh, uh, Oliver? Why can't you do? Cause my powers. That's what, your face. That's why. Because <laughs> I like, said so. He's like, well, the, the book can do anything. He's like, well, it can bring back the world. He's like, no, no. He's like, it's it's dangerous. You got to focus on like very yeah. important. My powers are waning. <laughs> That's basically. <laughs> That's basically it. So okay, so now Hardberry's like <laughs> So Hardberry's pissed and he's all like he's ready to shank him. Yeah. And Iris is like, sweet, that's not how you do it, you do it like that. No. Yeah. Um Yeah, so he wants to go So then he talks so he talks with Iris. Yeah. And it was I would say it was weird because it felt like because there's a scene where they're in the Iris, same they're in like the We missed I'm sorry. I'm 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 sorry, just to quickly get because I just said he talked to Iris. By the way, I go, Iris is there. <laughs> Yeah, she just shows up. She just shows up. We get like a quick hug. And yes. A, but it was weird because they, <laughs> there's a scene where they, they talk here, and there's a scene in the next episode where they talk in the same area, in mm -hmm. the same room. And I felt like, okay, were these all supposed to be taking place at the same time? What's happening? Excellent it was, question. It was really, it was like the same blocking, the same hug, the same kiss. I went, it's the same scene. You just cut it up into two episodes? Maybe it should have been the same episode? No? Okay. No, because that, that would make sense. Why, why would we do that? Yeah. Um, and then he's basically like, there's a Lazarus pit. He's super excited. Oliver told me all about it. it. I'm going to bring him back. And, and Iris has that look like, oh, sweetie, I'm going to let you have this. You, you, you go. I know you're hurting right now. But she's also had this very Iris-like, like, you know, how she 
you know, she puts things in boxes. She's not going to say, oh, I know Oliver's dead. But if he was wrong about how Oliver died, and she has, like, this weird yes. smile, oh, maybe right. he's wrong about you. <laughs> I was like, I know she's not happy that Oliver is dead, but she's like, oh, this was supposed to happen like this, so maybe he's not, he's like, infa- he's not infallible. Here's why, I li- <laughs> here's why I like that. One, it's so Iris. Yes. I go, and two, who wouldn't? kind of say it. like yeah and you know at some point in that conversation if it was any of us and our significant other we'd be like oh you know like I, of course i'm hurting and i know you're hurting but if he's fucked up about that maybe he'll, yeah. you know so and i like the fact that iris just goes straight to the point yeah because she's like yeah yeah no sweetie that's uh, and like iris does a good job of not being emotional, but yet also being supportive at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you do that? You don't look super emotional, but yet you're super supportive. And she does a very good job. Yeah. And so basically, she's like, I'm going to let you have this. And she's like, yeah, you go to those Lazarus pits. You bring him back and anything because Iris is just like, that's what you, 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 you. do. Yeah. I got to go find some uh, paragons of truth. Exactly. So Iris, right. And that's the other storyline yeah, that we'll, we'll get yeah, to. Yeah. So Barry's like, okay, good, good, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. And then we have a, I, I believe, a Mia, uh, Sarah conversation. Yes, where Mia has a shit ton of attitude for Sarah. Yeah, because they're fighting over like, Sarah's like, wait, you want to use the Lazarus pits? I've been in the Lazarus pits. Can I explain the shit ton of, of attitude? It's just like. You know, you have two people, they go out, they break up, and then, you know, friends are like, oh, no, that sucks. We were all friends, but now we have to take sides. She's Team Nessa. She was. She did say, oh, Nessa told me all, all about, about you. That's exactly what she that was. She did say that. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> I was like, what did Nessa say? Nessa, because Nessa told me, and Nessa told me everything. It told me all about you, and Sarah's like, bitch, you better watch it, all right? I did, I did like what Sarah's like. Uh, you know, it's not your life. life. And then Mia's like, it's not your dad. And I think that that did check Sarah because Sarah would be like, you know what? I would have brought back my dad if I could have. Exactly. So, but you're right. She is Team Nessa. She's Team Nessa. <laughs> I like the conflict. I, you yeah, know, they yeah. both, you know, you understand where both people are coming from. Yeah. I go, Sarah, you know, Mia's like, hey, there's these Lazarus pits. We could raise my dad. It's happened to you. It happened to uh, Auntie Thea. I go, we got this. And then you understand Sarah going, no, I don't think you understand the severity of it and what yeah. happens. And we need to get his soul back with it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. And guess what? We don't really have the time, the resources, the energy to do. It's not like we're just chilling, hanging out, got yeah. nothing else to do. It's like we're in the middle of this crisis. On infinite earth. Ah, uh, see what you did? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I enjoyed that dynamic back and forth. But... Yeah, I go, I, 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 the attitude was more of that, you're Team Nessa, aren't yeah. you? Because Nessa raised, kind of raised yeah. you and trained you. But uh, Felicity was a big Sarah fan. Right, but I kind of feel like Nessa just raised uh, me. <laughs> I feel like Felicity <laughs> didn't really do much. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we get Constantine. Then we get Constantine. Um, so, again, like, I, I know Constantine from... Uh, Arrow season four, yeah, with the magic. <laughs> um, I've seen him, uh, you know, on other like yeah. shows. He's so good. Yeah, he's just like even if it's like, if you're just like, oh, okay, like this isn't something that I'm really like the whole Lazarus mm-hmm. Pit thing. But I was like, but he makes it. Yeah, he's fun. He, he's fun. And the, but the minute I saw Constantine, I was like, oh man, I wish they would have just like. Skipped the Lazarus bit and went straight to yeah. Constantine, yeah. trying to get him his his soul. his soul and trying to or or knowing something that'll 
Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Um, right. So then we get Constantine, and I believe they go. He, fig- he he's like oh Earth. He's like worlds are dying, and he figures out where, where the world no- is. Yes. The Lazarus Pit, and Sarah's like, you better promise me you can bring back the soul. He's like, sure, maybe, kinda. I don't know. Yeah. He's right because he's like, sure. I mean, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. see. Uh, They go to Earth 18. Earth 18. Okay, so when they get there Mm -hmm. and they're in the cave and there's the Lazarus pit. 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 And Constantine tastes it. He tastes (laughs) it, which is gross. Yeah. Um, The guy who comes at him, Jonah Hex. Yeah. Pre-Scar. Who is the actor? Jonathan Sheck. That is, I could not, yeah. I'm like, I know this actor, yeah. I know who he is, but yeah. I couldn't he think of... He has been on Legends before playing John, Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex, okay. With Scar. I was like, I know him. I was like, why, I, I, I'm like, why can't I think of his name? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, the whole like side trip to getting him, the, the Lazarus Pit and the Soul and blah, blah. It is meandering, but I also don't mind it because we got this, we get his... um cameo we get two surprising cameos on the next episode one that i they had said was not gonna happen mm. and i was like oh my god it actually happened because the actor said oh no 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 i'm not a part of that he lied <laughs> tune into our next recap to find out who she's talking about <laughs> yeah um yeah so yeah. i i and, yeah and that's the thing even with stuff that crisis does that i'm like mm, i wasn't big on this yeah. or i wish they wouldn't have done this I wish this was tighter. I wish this was tighter. Yeah. I wish this had a little more stakes to it. I yeah. wish this felt a little more whatever. There, I give them credit because there was never a time in any of the three episodes where I went like, this sucks. Yeah. Or this is making me angry. You're wasting our time You're on wa- this cameo? I, cameo Every right. single cameo, I'm like, oh my god, yes, it yes, worked. yes, yes, yes. And even when I'm like, okay, like this storyline's meandering a little bit. Mm-hmm. They should have done this on Arrow and not here. It was still fun because of the cameos yeah. of Constantine and we'll, in the next one. Yeah. I go... It was it was still fun because you have the the Sarah Mia uh, uh, conversation yeah. like the, the actors still made it work and the story still made it work even if I was like okay it's not exactly what I would have, have yeah. done here really the only thing that has legitimately and we'll get to this in the, again in the next uh, episode in our in our next uh, Crisis Part Three is the explanation of Pariah and yep. the Anti Monitor yes. And we'll get to that. But yes. everything else, even stuff with, you know, like this, where I'm like, okay, I wasn't huge on the whole Lazarus Pitt storyline and raising Oliver and Oliver dying in the, in the first mm-hmm. one. But it was still enough goodness, and they yeah. still made it work with what they gave us. Um, I can't remember, but uh, just a side note. Is this the episode, or it was last week's episode, the episode before that, where Barry finds out that Earth 2 was gone? It's this episode because it's, it's this. A, oh, it's, no, it's the next no, episode. It's because it's because uh, it's Cisco. And, okay, yes. and I'll wait till that episode to bring that up. Okay, I just wanted. To, I couldn't remember, and it's like right. Okay, Crisis Part Trey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the monitor because you didn't see that joke coming. Ah, uh, I did. Yeah. So well, maybe you are because he doesn't know what the hell's going on now. <laughs> yeah. So they they find the the Lazarus pit. Uh, Barry and Constantine go back to get the body, and then Jonah Hex shows up. And they like Sarah and Mia like beat him up. Fight, fight, fight! And, sure. And like you're gonna get this anyway. And they get... it comes to, cuts him up. He's like, you can have it. You can have it. So he gives him the right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then so, they basically just. <laughs> yeah. 
they, they threw, when they put him in the water. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, I hope he does that thing that Thea did when she cat leaped out. Right. And he cat leaps out. Yes. And I was like, thank you. This I like that this is a ongoing thing. When you get out of the Lazarus pit, you kind of go meow and leap out. Or is it just the queens? Because <laughs> I don't remember Sarah. I don't it. remember Sarah cat leaping. <laughs> But Thea's like leaping right. out like an angry cat made me laugh. And then Oliver does it and I went, yes. <laughs> and he leaps out and of course they're now... He has no soul. He, he has no soul. So he's trying to fight them and basically Sarah just goes and tranks him. Yeah. And then Mia's like, what the hell? And Sarah's like, uh, he did. He he had Constantine like in a neck right? Bone, and he had like knocked down Barry and like... Also, Mia, did no one explain to you? Like, I, I, Sarah's been trying to explain to you. I believe this is what Sarah's been telling yeah. you about. He comes out with no soul. So what did you think they were going to do? Just try to be like, hey, buddy. Hey, you with no soul. Let's talk. Let's chat. Like, yeah. no, it's not working. Yeah. They got to get the body back, bring him alive, and then Constantine tries to do his ritual. And he can't because he apparently work. the antimatter that's been building up in yeah. the earth is affecting his magic. Yeah. So he basically, he can't, he has him in, you know, he's, Oliver's on the floor in the big pentagon circle mm-hmm. and Constantine's trying to do it and he's just like, it's not working. And they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, that's not good. So now they need to find another way to yeah, get his Oliver soul. his soul back. But that's in the next episode. Exactly. Uh, Stay tuned. <laughs> it's right. crisis. I'm going to make everything dramatic. All right, so back to when, you know, Barry was being a hard Barry to monitor. He's explaining... <laughs> Prison Barry. <laughs> he's explaining the whole... Uh, oh, yeah, there was another book called The Book of Destiny that somehow got to um, Felicity. No, nope, not The Book of Destiny. Sorry, The Book... Tome of Guardians. The Tome of the Guardians, sorry. Tome of the Guardians. And I read that there was a comic book. With everyone that they couldn't get, the actors they couldn't get for the, mm-hmm. the show, that was like off the show where all this stuff is happening. Right. So how, however this book gets to Felicity happens in this comic. Ah, uh, okay. Which I went, oh, because I, the way he does it, I'm like, yeah, this Tome of uh, the Guardian yeah, made right. its way to Felicity Smoke. And I'm like, what? It was how? so randomly thrown. And at yeah. first I thought he said something about the Guardians. Yeah. And I was like... Of the galaxy? The Guardians of the Galaxy? Crossover. Like, like, did they just bring in their own Guardians? I was like, oh, okay, Tome of the Guardians. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. But it revealed to them four of the Paragons, because at least seven. And he only knows the name of two. Yes. First one is the Paragon of Hope. Who, guess what? Who is it? Okay, I'm glad you asked. William. <gasps> I knew it. It's, it's me. Adult William, right? Adult, no, it's, okay. it's 13-year-old William. Oh. He's going to go and take over. <laughs> I it's... hope I become a better character. You do. You do. <laughs> You're a bad man, Anti-Monitor. A bad man. That's basically all he can do, 13-year-old William. Um, it's Kara. Yeah. Supergirl. And then uh, the Paragon of Destiny is Sarah. Sarah, the white, which Ray is like, that, oh, that makes, makes sense. sense. And I'm like... No. Really? I was like, in my and head, I watch Legends, right. and I went, no. in my head, I'm like, that's great. It makes sense, right? Can you explain it to us? No, I don't. Is okay. it destiny because she keeps dying and coming back? Right, and she changes destiny because they travel. Was she dated a girl named Destiny? I don't know. That would make more sense. <laughs> I don't know. If she goes back into like 
into like her bunker and then she all of a sudden she puts on like a you know Destiny a, Child. Destiny Child <laughs> and she starts to Independent. Oh. Okay. Oh, your ladies need your man at home. <laughs> <laughs> the crisis is full of balls. <laughs> Clap. Thank you. Clap. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, I didn't get it, um, but yeah. uh, apparently they, they do. Yeah, so they need, they're also looking for the paragon of truth. Yes. A man who's lost everything that more than one man can bear. So when they said truth, it was like, well, clearly that's a Superman. Superman. But we have one there. But it was not going to be. It wasn't him. Um, and also a paragon of courage. Yes. And it's the bat of the future. Exactly. It's like, oh. And uh, Kate's like, Bruce? <laughs> like, yeah. She's like. Oh, yeah. He does, she does say, um, they say something about Bruce Wayne. Right. He, I think the monitor is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, and right. And Ray is like. Bruce Wayne is the, the Batman? No. And Kate's like, keep it quiet. Yeah, she's like, can we keep that on the down low? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Kate, Earths are dying. No one cares. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like, hey, can we keep it on the down low for the seven of us here? Because we're the only people left in this uh, multiverse. Yeah. Um, right. And then she's like, I guess we have to go find. And she's uh, like, who wants to meet Batman? And they play that like, Batman music. Yes. And I was like, I like that. I like so, that. Then they, so then her... Well, we'll eventually get to yeah. who's going with her. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's Kara is the uh, paragon of hope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Sarah is the paragon of Destiny's Child. <laughs> I go, and uh, now they're looking for the paragon of truth, which is going to be Lois, uh, Iris, yeah. and Superman. Yeah. And Kal-El, they're going to go find the paragon of truth who's supposed to be a Superman. And then um, Kate and... Kara. Uh, Kara are going to uh, find the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, who whose trip do you want to go to? Um, let's go to. You know what? Let's do the Batman one because I want to save the Superman one for last. Okay. Because I think who the guy who plays Superman. Uh -huh. I think he deserves it. Yes. He deserves it. He does. He does. Okay, so first, uh, Kara sees Lex. So she finds out, right, she sees Lex and, and he's realizes, just walking around the ship. Right, and she gets pissed off because she realizes, like, he's alive and that the anti-monitor brought, brought him uh, back. Anti -mon the the monitor, monitor brought him back. Brought him back. And she's like, wait, my Earth is gone. My, my mother's dead. Oliver I, don't know if, I don't know if any of her support cast made it to Earth 1. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah. She's like, my mother's dead. Oliver's dead. And it's kind of like, but this guy. Yeah. And not just Oliver's dead. You couldn't bring back Oliver, but you could bring back Lex. Because Lex. Lex did die. Right, whoa, whoa, whoa. My powers are waiting. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Like, eh, my powers. I, yeah. We talked about this in the meeting before. Yeah. And this is where the monitor is just like, I'm a dick. He's like, because when, when you realize at the end, what he, he's like, Lex has a role to play. Which and made the no end, sense. But then when you see the role that Lex plays, yes. you go, you're a dick. You're a dick. None of these things had to happen. Happen, exactly. But you know what? Because he is very... I don't want to say reckless, but he just does not care about who gets hurt in the process. Because right. in his mind, oh, these Earths going to die anyway. Right. And also, so if, it, if he wants, if they want to kill someone, if he wants to kill someone on the way, right. fine. All that matters is the mission. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. that whole thing. Collateral damage, I don't care. I don't care about, right. Yeah. You know, I'm jump to it. Do it. Let's jump. Let's jump. Just, to that 
I, Earth 2. He killed Earth 2. It wasn't the anti-monitor. No, That's it was. What, was it, it, it was, it was it the like, No, it, it was it like was it was him because the timing is weird because I thought when Pariah oh, lets uh, him out. Okay, wait. Here, you know, here, here's the thing. I personally believe okay. And this is weird because this is stuff that's happening and it's going to happen in part three yeah. though, in our next. Yeah. But it just goes along with why he's a dick. It goes along with why he's a dick. And just listen to these all together and yeah. it'll just, <laughs> it'll flow. Um, yes, he's responsible, but he didn't actually do it. Okay. I believe he's responsible because of what he did with The Flash mm. with Barry Allen. Mm. Flash go, 90. Flash 90. I go, where he sent him, mm -hmm. which allowed the anti-monitor to use him, to use the machine, to test it out, to kill yeah. Earth 2. Yes. So the monitor, to me, is responsible, but he didn't actually do it. Do it. But they didn't have to die if he hadn't did what if he, he did. Exactly. But he did it, just kind of like a, like, like he's like, yeah, they're going to die anyway, so let me just kill this Earth. Yes. Let, let this Earth die. Exactly. And that's, that's how he feels with this whole, like, yeah, Lex has a role to play. To kill people. Right. And it's okay. It's cool. Because in the end, we're going to get what we need. Exactly. The ends justify the means. Yeah. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I did like um, when Kara sees Lex, she's going to burn him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got the, the, the laser. The, the... Doesn't the monitor, like, stand in it? Because like, oh, hey. No. Exactly. But she was like, I'm going to get him. And then Kate shows up. And I did like Kate, like, kind of like goes. Threatening him, yeah. Threatens Lex. Yeah. And she kind of like, like, looks his. His chin? I just yeah. my chin looking at myself. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you legit just did that to yourself. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, who are you? She's like, not friendly. But it worked. Yes. And I liked it. And here's the thing. I I do enjoy John Cryer's Lex. Lex. But he wanted Michael Rosenbaum. I did want Michael Rosenbaum. You know, it's like, I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. It's like, I enjoyed, I enjoy his portrayal of Lex, but look, for all its faults, and, and I'm talking about Smallville, for all, you know, <laughs> before, during, and after the show, <laughs> I go, Michael Rosenbaum nailed that role. He was, he was a, great a great Lex Luthor. He is second only to Clancy Brown's Lex. Because Clancy Brown's Lex was great. Yeah, yeah. But when you get a cartoon, the cartoon's always the best. <laughs> it's like, all right, um, live action adaption. We have yeah. to do it. We'll do live action. Yeah. Who's the best Lex Luthor live? Okay. Oh, technically, he's not a Lex Luthor, but the early seasons of Smallville, Lionel Luthor. Okay. But if you, after that, I would go Michael Rosenbaum, Gene Hackman, live action, and then that's it. So, because I'm not naming the other two, I agree. One is disgusting, yes, and the other one is Jesse Eisenberg, and he wasn't Lex, exactly. So, yeah, I don't, I count Lionel Luther as if he was Lex, he would be the best, but yeah. since he's not Lex, Michael Rosenbaum's the best live action yeah. version of, and second overall with live action yeah. and animated, yeah. So, it's kind of like I was, I'm watching it, and I'm going, I'm enjoying you, John Cryer, you're doing a good job, but man, this would have felt so much better with yeah. Michael Rosenbaum. But I, I do see the differences between how they play him because Michael played him a bit more straightforward, mm -hmm. a bit more serious. Yes. While John Cryer's like, I'm a comic book super villain. And you get that kind of like slightly wackiness to him. Yes. That sometimes feels cartoony, but sometimes kind of works where like, you know, hey, he's killing Superman. Right. <laughs> this is wacky. 
Yes. So like he, he, there's a tinge of the wackiness to him. But there's an arc from last season when he is um, on Supergirl where we have like several episodes with him and he's working with a Supergirl clone and he feels very Lex Luthorish. Okay. And, and I enjoy it. He, like he's he's got he's got the whole like I've got plans on top of plans on top of plans. Right. You know? I enjoy I well, I'm enjoying John Cryer. I go the thing with Lex Luthor is Michael Rosenbaum because Lex, for the most part in the comics, is more of that serious, stoic yeah. character. He, at times, there are obviously, like with anything, there are yeah. you know stories or whatever. Well, he'll get a little wackier. He'll get a little mm -hmm. um, megalomaniac crazy. Yeah. But for the most part, Lex is a very stoic you know, uh, uh, character who's smart and cunning and, and does and throw the quips in there and can mm -hmm. be very, mm -hmm. like, whatever, which uh, John Cryer... I go does yeah. well, but I miss with the John Cryer performance. I mean, one, I'm just a fan of Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor, yeah. you know, as growing up watching Small Smallville. I go, and he nailed it. He just hit it out of the park with, you know, with that role. But John Cryer just sometimes is like, he, he doesn't get the stoic. He gets the, the zaniness. Yeah. He gets the comic book villain the, right, yeah. but he doesn't get the stoic where you take him seriously. seriously and you're yes. like, dude, this guy is someone to be reckoned with. Yes, I get that. So, but he's but, still better than Jesse Eisenberg. But exactly, <laughs> but he still does capture an essence of Lex Luthor, mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so so basically, yeah. So Kate like threatens him. Yeah, and then she kind of talks Kara talks down. Kara down. They walk off because now they're going to find the Batman of the future. Yeah, and they go to Earth ninety nine. They go to Earth ninety nine. Uh, Not there's no luff balloons there. Oh, this should have been. But it is Earth 99. Uh, yeah, and they're like... <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to get that reference. We get it, and that's enough. That's all that matters. Nana, look her up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they go to Earth 99, and they find... Uh, well, the house is like... Wayne down and... Wayne Manor. And like they knock on the door, and like I like how like Kate's like, I'm going to take the charge. It's totally. My cousin. She's not yet know the whole rules of... Multiverses. Yeah. So I'm okay with Earths. her going. I figured it out. Totally. And then um, she knocks on the door and <laughs> Luke Fox shows up. He's got like the shirt randomly open. And he's like, what? It's like, what? It's like, okay. And she's like, hey, like, I'm here to see Bruce. I don't know. Does she say she's Kate? I think yeah. she does. Yeah. She goes, I'm Kate Kane and everything. And he's like, yeah, great. Boom. Slams <laughs> the door on her. And she's like, um... Okay, and then and then she references like, oh, she knows him. Yeah, he's like, she's like, that's my only friend. Right, and she's knocking on the door. So she's na na knocking on Bruce's door. Yeah, I made that go. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I did like when um, she's like, oh, that's my only friend, and Kara's like, ooh, and she's like, no, ew, that's weird, no, Cause, right, because she's a lesbian. <laughs> exactly, and she's like, no, no, not like that. Um, but he's not answering, and she's yeah. like, oh, okay. So I like how she just turns to Car and like, hey, you want to do your thing? And Car's like, like, thank you. Boom! And she just kicks that door open, <laughs> and then he's all, he takes out his gun. He's like, she what are you doing? She just kicked the door open. Exactly. I like how she takes out the gun, and Car just like walks in front like, try it. Yeah. Just try it. I hope you try it. Exactly. Because I'm full of hope. <laughs> Honestly, bulletproof woman of steel. But yeah, she yeah. is also... Yeah. Paragon full of hope. Yeah. But then uh, we hear a voice. Exactly. Here's what I, okay, so here's what I loved about this. 
when you can't see it, when he's walking down the stairs mm -hmm. and you just hear the voice, I'm like, oh my God, it's Kevin Conroy. It's Kevin Conroy and it's, you know, Batman the Animated Series. Yes. The more he then starts talking and acting and getting into it, I fell into he's his own person. Yeah, he sounded less like less like the cartoon. The cartoon, and now I'm just focused on this. So yeah. you hear a voice, <laughs> super excited, geeked out. He comes down and he's in this exoskeleton suit. Yeah. And I like because he's like, or she, I don't know who says it first. She's like Bruce, Bruce? and he's yeah. like Kate. Yeah. And anything, and then they're like, okay, he's like, well, we need to have. A talk. a talk and it's like okay so he goes so kate goes to talk with bruce yeah and kara is left with luke yeah and they go like to the library to like a library or something and basically so the conversation starts off with basically just like him being like hey you're dead you, yeah, you died five, five years, years ago. ago and she's like oh i've never been dead before something yeah. like that she's like okay yeah. i was gonna say it was a really good scene it was a like very I said, whoever's writing her in this episode right. needs to write her for and it's funny because i'm and and because like i said i don't watch uh, uh, Batwoman, I go, but I'm watching like the crossovers and going, not bad. Yeah. And it's, and again, and it's funny and that you're then also telling me like, that's not how they write her on the show. Cause I'm like, cause that's why I even said, I yeah. go, you know what? When I told you last time, I go, if they, if I watch some episodes or I see some episodes of Batgirl or they start they write her like that i go i might start getting into it and watching it but you're like that's not how it's, they're it's, at least not right now yeah that's not how they're writing her her stepsister is like my favorite character okay so yeah um but not they ha so they have this great scene yeah and so they're talking about she explains about the multiverse and all the this multiverse stuff. and you quickly pick up he doesn't give a shit he's not right <laughs> There's something not right about that There's boy. A bit, <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of darkness in there. A little bit of darkness. A little bit of darkness in the dark night. Yeah. And I realized, I think, is this the dark, the dark night? It, this is... Returns? Yeah. Yeah, this is the dark night. Returns, yeah. basically. Um, he has lost hope. Yeah. He has lost... He has sunk into this, this pit of despair. Yeah. And he, he is just being consumed by darkness. He... She tells him, oh, you're the, the paragon of courage. courage. He's like, um, I'm not a courage. I got no courage. He's like, look at me. He's like, yeah. When he shows her the newspaper, it's like Batman's reign of terror over. And she's like, terror? Yeah. He's like, yeah. So I'm no good. Apparently, I'm no good. I'm no good. I'm no good. Baby, I'm no good. Are you saying it? I want to say it again. You say it again. So he's no good. Yeah. Um, I was like, where do we go from there? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he. So basically, after she died, and just I guess based on his years of being Batman, he starts killing. He's and she's like, whoa, you had a code of honor. Yeah, you would not do that. Right. And he's like, well, I think he started killing before she died. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, he, like, when he's he might have said when he's explaining right. how she like she put on the cowl and she tried to do better, but that got her killed. Exactly. <laughs> I kind yeah. of feel like. Her thing was more of the last, like that was just the final shore. Like yeah. her death yeah. was just well, like. like, you know, you, you start with a code, you kill one, and you kill another. And you just keep killing. It just gets easier and easier, easier and easier. And I was like, oh, that's Ooh. dark. And you're just like, damn. He that's went... what, see, that's why I have all these problems with, I gotta say, Zack Snyder's Batman. Right. Where he kills. and Or Superman, where he kills. And everyone's like, oh, they've killed before. But it's a different way. Yes. But it's not like I am straight up murdering people. Yes. And that's how. They do it in the Zack Snyder movies, and I'm like, that's not really 
the essence of these characters. Exactly. Because they don't find killing an easy thing to do. Yes, because Batman killing fucks him up that it turns him into this. Yeah. It's not something where it's like, nope, I'm still a hero and I'm yeah. still awesome I'm okay. and I'm and I'm okay. It's like no, it it plays a toll. It has a toll on yeah. it takes a toll on him. Yeah. It takes a toll on both of them. So that's why I like what it's like, yeah, he started killing basically and he's like he went down this dark path, mm -hmm. this super dark path and he killed all his enemies. Yeah, and he like lost his code. He right. Like, it's, I, you do what you gotta do. And, and but I did like Kate was like, No. No, Kate would not I'm hear it. I'm going right. to save you. I want you to be a hero again. And he's like, Oh And at first you're <laughs> thinking like, okay, you know, the monitor said he's the paragon of hope, so she's like Courage. Oh, so yeah, sorry. Kara is hope. He, he has none. So it's like, you know, the monitor, you're thinking like, okay, well, she said, the monitor said that they need to go get him, so that's why she's doing it. And then you realize, no. It, she it was honestly, never about him. It was yeah. never about him. It, she believes that she can save him. Yeah, she has this courage to save him. Right, she has the courage to where she's like, I'm going to try to save you because yeah. she is clearly looking at him and going, that's Bruce. Yeah. Because, you know, again, this is new for her. Mm -hmm. These Paragon, you know, a Paragon, these uh, multiverses, these worlds. So while the others have had experience with this, you know, yeah. she's looking and being like... Well, it's another Earth. There's just the same people. It's, it's still He's Bruce. like, I've been watching Arrow. It works. Exactly. <laughs> Arrow says that if they're one thing on one, they're one I thing mean, on the other. Are. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure that he has not been shown on Batwoman. <laughs> so for all we know, he could be the same damn character. I'm going to kill people. Exactly. <laughs> So while they're having this whole conversation, Kara's in the library with uh, Luke, and she's like, I like how she's like x-raying the place. Yes. It's like, I guess, looking for like the secret and, entrance. And she see, right, she yeah. sees the secret entrance, yeah. I go to And she's like, game. oh, look at that. Because she's having fun with it. Totally. You know, like, I'm going to meet Batman. Just right. Gonna, you know, whatever. Kate's talking to him now. Everything's cool. <laughs> He's the paragon of, of courage. courage yeah. We're going to get him. We'll be on our way. Yeah. And then she notices some mementos. Yes. Like... A bloodstained Joker, Joker card. card. The Riddler's cane. cane. Mr. Freeze's snow globe? A hat container? Oh, was it a hat container? I, I thought don't it was know. a snow globe. It could have been. It was something Mr. Right. Mr. Freeze. Freezes, right. And then uh, some broken bloody glasses. Right, but uh, back to the uh, snow globe. Oh, I guess the glasses are yeah. important. I did like when she's like looking, before she gets the glasses, she's like, what, what are these? And Luke's like, you know, some mementos. And she's like, no, these are trophies. Yes. Like a serial killer keeps trophies. Yep. Because I watch a lot of criminal minds. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all about serial killers keeping trophies. Boom. And then she sees the glasses, and you're like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> you right away go, oh, we know who those belong to. Yeah. Or yeah. belonged Aww. in the past tense, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Kate goes to the Batcave. Yes. And we see, like, the suit. Yes. And he's like, yeah, I can't put that suit on. And he's like, I don't care if the world's going to die. And he goes on this rant. How it's not worth it. There's, There's no, no hope. hope in the world. Yes. He's like, that's why I was like, oh, my God, he's the Dark Knight. He, he's totally the Dark Knight. This is that Dark Knight car uh, comic book. Comic. They have, that's where they totally base that off of. Yeah. And Kara comes had in. To. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Kara comes in and she confronts him about him and it's the same guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, because he, that's what he's like, he was too powerful and he said yes to he, like anyone with a badge and a, fl and a flag. And yes. I'm like, that's, 
the Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Yeah. And, and so he's like, yeah, I killed Superman. I like, killed Clark Kent. Yeah. He's like, exactly, because apparently he, he was... He sounds like Lex, like he, this alien that comes alien over from with a, too much right. power, like more than Because that's human. Lex's whole thing, is Lex thinks he sounds, he's... Yeah. He, Lex thinks what he's doing is right. He's like, Lex sees Superman as this alien from another planet coming to conquer the world. Yes. This powerful being and anything coming to conquer the world and save us, but really take over. Yes. So Lex's whole thing is always like, I am... Gonna save us I am going to be the beacon of hope and yeah. courage for this world yeah. to save you from this alien invasion. That's how Lex sees it, and that's in the Dark Knight Returns. I go, that's the Dark Knight. Yeah, I go. That's how uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman view the same person. Yeah. But that's how that's how he views uh, Kal El and how he views Superman. And that's what he basically says here. He was too powerful. He said yes to anyone with a badge. He's like. Had to stop him. Had to stop him, and everything, and 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 the Batman that always has contingency plans. Yes, well, that's always a Batman thing. When he punches Kara, yes, and she goes flying, and I went, but he's an old man, an exoskeleton. Mm, exactly. Oh, because that's also um, when Luke's like, who do you think put him in that exoskeleton? Exoskeleton, you yeah. oh, because he goes, because he says at first he's like, this is from years on the job, yeah. which is technically true, true yeah. but it's like, oh no, it was Superman who yeah. put him in that exoskeleton. Yeah. But in the end, he got the last laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, and he punches Karen, and she goes flying, and then you realize that his exoskeleton suit is it's powered, by, powered kryptonite. by kryptonite. But I love it. He's like, I don't want to save anyone. This world deserves to die. Die, you right. Know, he's looking forward to, to yes. the, to the uh, antimatter coming and destroying everything. And that's when Kate just realizes, Aww. oh, no. And like, the, like she pushes him, and yes. he like falls back. Right. And gets like electrocuted. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a very anticlimactic way for him to go out. And his final words is, there is no hope. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you had this really cool back and forth scene yeah. with, her, with him and Kate. Then Supergirl comes and confronts him. He kn- knocks her like down, knocks yeah. her out. I go, and anything going, that looks cool. I go, and then you have this very anticlimactic. Kate gets in the way to protect Supergirl, just kind of shoves him a little <laughs> bit. He goes into the thing, electrocutes, and then does a whole, there's no hope in this world. Ugh. And it's like, oh, okay. okay. I, I wish that was a little different, but you know what? The majority of it was good, so yeah. I'll, I'll give you B plus. Yeah. B plus. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, Okay, well, there's a follow-up scene, but that's kind of after. Yes. Yeah. So now we kind of rewind and go to see. That was my rewind. The search for the uh, the paragon of truth. Exactly. So. It, right now, it's just uh, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark, yes. And they go to. Well, first we need to. What earth do they go to? Well, wait. Okay. Before we do that, we need to also mention that. After uh, Kara finds out about Lex, mm-hmm. and after they leave, Lex is in the room, and he has the Book of Destiny. Yes. And Harbinger comes in, and Harbinger's now been, been hearing, hearing voices. She's been hearing voices. And she hears someone saying, "He has the book. Exactly. Stop him! Stop him!" Yeah. So she goes into the room. He already has the book, and he disappears. And she's like, well, "He's like, I'm gonna get all the Superman." Man, exactly. And then he disappears. And then the monitor comes in, and she's like, "Lex has the book," and anything. And she's all like panicking. And then the monitor does his dickish smile, like, "Whatever." And she's like, "This is the plan." She's like, "You planned this. You knew this would happen." He's like, "He has a, a role to play." 
So now we get to Lois and Clark. Monitor. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They're on Earth 75. Right. And they get like. They're with Iris. No, Iris calls them. I don't know. Iris is not physically there. But I, uh, Lois and Clark are walking down the street, and like we need to find like you know. Oh, and they're looking right, and they, yeah. they see and they the get big. A, they hear. Uh, she's like, "Oh, Lois just called me, like you know, like speak, spoke to the com and yes. tells her about Lex and saying he's going after the, the Superman." And they look up, and there's Lois like crying over, over Le- of a Clark, and it's the cover of, yeah, of the Death of Superman. Superman, the comic, the Death of and Superman. And that's why I was like, yes, the meandering. Oh, but when you ah, but they give us this good these shit. Shout outs and these Easter eggs and these little moments. You're yes, like, you have to like. It means something to someone who read the comic. Yes, who know or not like who was aware of when that that storyline happened. Totally, and knows that cover. And but just especially like image, us, if you read the comics. Yes, yeah, and just that image of her like with the the, the like the cape, the cape has the fl- like a flag, like, yes. and she's like over him, and she's crying and, like, and, and, and and like cra- yeah, cradling yeah, him. Yeah. It's a little bit like um. Get my art history nerd on uh, do it. Do it. the Let's... Pieta. Oh, where it's Mary cradling uh, Jesus's uh, mm. dead body. Look at you. Yeah, as a Michelangelo has a really famous right. uh, statue. You get everything on this podcast, guys. <laughs> we just went back into art. biblical biblical times <laughs> yeah. over here, and we worked it in with oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, right, I'll we'll Google it. We'll show you, but. Uh, <laughs> So like like this this is image like if you know it you get it and if you don't know it it still means it's still it, powerful exactly yeah. so they're like oh crap he's killing Superman we've got yes. to get to the next Superman yes so they're now on they need to get to to these Superman to basically save them. save them then they go to Earth one sixty seven and it's somebody save me wait I remember that that theme song. I can't remember the words. Besides, I made say, this whole oh, world shine for you. <laughs> me. All right. Woo, Remy Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the only person to ever say, Woo, Remy Zero. Pete the Boss Ross. Uh, Smallville, where you all started from. Ooh. For us, at least, yeah. in in the for us talking about talking these. about it. That's yeah. how. Yeah, that's that's our uh, that's how we connected. Yeah, Smallville. I go Smallville. Hating one, most of it. Pretty um, much. Yeah. Um, but we get Tom Welling. We do. And okay, you just sit there and you think about Diane uh, Lad Ling. Okay. I'm sorry. I messed up her name. You I'm did? so sorry. Okay. Diane Lane, yeah. not Diane Ladd. Yeah, you have your Diane Lane because this <sighs> is for everyone else, for me. Oh, no. Okay, go when ahead. When Tom Welling shows up, I went, oh, my God, he looked amazing. And the plaid, and he's buff. And I've seen him on Constantine like two years ago, but I was like, he looks great. And you know who also thought he looked great? Lois and Iris. I'm sorry. I was still thinking about yeah. Diane Lane because <laughs> she looks amazing always. <laughs> Lois uh, and Iris are both like... Oh hey, <laughs> and I kind of liked it mostly from Lois's thing because she also does it again later with another Clark. And I went, Lois, you just like Clarks, <laughs> no matter what they look like. You are into this. <laughs> so apparently, Smallville fans are split on this. Okay, when we get the revelation. When we get the revelation, they're split on this scene. Mm-hmm. So basically, they show up and they're like, "I was just trying to say, oh, there's multiple Earths, blah blah blah." And they're like, trying to explain yeah. to him, and Lois was like, "No, you're gonna die." Die. 
<laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like, I know it sounds crazy. He's like, trust me. He's like, that's not the craziest thing. I did like when she's like, Lex is gonna kill you. He's like, I didn't know the president was in town. Right. And remember on Smallville, he has a, a, a he vision of him becoming a vision president. Of him becoming president, which yeah. is a great episode. And yeah, so the Michael Rosenbaum Lex Luthor yeah. is president. Yes, and I'm like, um, I miss him. Yes, and, <clears throat> and Lex becomes president in the comics yeah. too. Um, so they're trying to explain this to him, and then out of nowhere, Lex Luthor comes appears, in, uh, banishes them. Yeah, and then basically now it's him and uh, Tom Welling's Clark Kent. Yes. And he's like, I am your greatest enemy. And Tom, uh, Tom Welling's like, who the hell are who you? Who are you? He's like, I am Lex. He's like, no, you're not my Lex. Right. I love that. You're not my Lex. <laughs> and it was like, he's like, you are my greatest foe, this and that. And he does this huge speech. It's this whole thing. And then he's like, and on this earth, you're like... <laughs> Clark Kent is Superman, which is weird because Clark Kent can never be Superman because he's just a little uh, four-eyed nerd. I went, here's you why, still don't realize that Clark Kent is Superman here's, everywhere? Here's why I, I loved that line. Because it shows the egomaniacal ways of Lex Luthor of saying... How arrogant he is. How arrogant he is of going, well, clearly, if Clark Kent of my earth was Superman, I would have already found figured, this out. I would have figured I it out. I would have figured, I'm so smart, I'm so amazing, I would have figured this out. So clearly, since I, since I had not thought he is the Superman, he yeah. is not Superman. Yeah. So it's weird that on this earth, He's Clark Kent's Superman. Superman. And it's like, wow, I did love that. I, got, it, I thought it was well done. That's what it felt like a comic book. Like, yes. you moron. Exactly. <laughs> it was so well done. And I love because... Tom Welling's just playing the whole, like, you know, his Clark Kent is just like, whatever, bro. Like, I don't care. He's so chilled. Yes. Relaxed. And he's just like, he's whatever. He's so at peace. And then Lex is like, okay, you know what? Whatever. Let's just get to the part where I kill you. You're, and, I think, and he takes out the piece of kryptonite. And he's like, eh. And looks at it. Takes it. And he goes, that's cute. And he throws it. And Lex is like, but that was kryptonite. He's like, yeah, yeah. I gave up my power. And he gave up his power. So to the, have kids because he because steps he, on the tractor. Toy so tractor. Uh, right, Lex <clears throat> steps on the tractor, looks at it, and goes, "Really? Yeah. Like, oh, like you gave it up for you know your kids yeah. and everything." But before we get into, I did like when he tries to punch him. Oh, and, and he Tom Welling him, and he punches him. He's like, "I'm still stronger. Still stronger like, than you." He's still freaking huge. He's, he's big, big buck farmer dude. Exactly. Your little. John Cryer, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but he's like, eh, it's no fun in killing you. I'm so he, right, so he's like, this is no fun. I yeah. don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And he goes and he leaves because the whole thing is with the Book of Destiny, yeah. he could have killed. Yeah, I go Tom Welling. Yeah, but basically he's like, you're I want to defeat my enemy. My enemy, you're not even like powered anymore. You're just some regular schmo yeah. who's married and it's, this isn't fun. Yeah. You're not suit the Superman I want to kill. Yeah, so he leaves. And then in comes Eric Walt, Durant. Eric Durant. And I'm like, hey, I thought you died. It's like, Margo. wait a minute. I saw you in part one. You were Kara's mom. You are dead. What is happening? Um, but no, she comes and basically like, they oh, have a cute talk cute about the kids. Cute little talk about the yeah. kids and everything. And he's like, yeah. And they hold hands and they walk back. Yeah. So yes. Okay. So <laughs> a lot of Smallville fans are divided. Mm -hmm. There are some who really enjoyed it and and love the fact that 
the Clark Kent and the Superman that they watched is finally at peace. Mm-hmm. He's happy. Mm-hmm. He's married to Lois. He has kids. And they really enjoyed it. And he had a Superman career because we see the covers of the Daily Planet. Of the Planet, right. Where he's Superman. And, yes. he, and he's now retired. He's at peace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole other section that basically says, this is crap. Mm-hmm. How is this, this character that we watched from being a teenager mm-hmm. to this, how he, he just gave it up and anything, that this was... And this is what they're really mad about. This is this is the big crux, okay. ladies and gentlemen, of what their argument okay, is. Okay, give it to me. They wanted to see him in the suit fighting with the other two Supermans. But I feel like it would have only worked if we got to actually see him in the suit on this show. And because this show clung to the whole no flights, no tights, and it turns out towards the end, Tom Welling was like, yeah, I don't really want to put on the suit. Right. I haven't had the suit this whole time. So that's why we only got the image of him opening up his shirt, yes. and we got the teeny tiny version of him where you see him from far away. Yes. <clears throat> so it would be like, oh, we're going to finally put him in the suit now. It's like, it's like, in my opinion, too little too late. I wanted to see him in a suit years ago. To see him in a suit now really does nothing for me. So that was a big thing. And for- so I was happy to see this like little wrap-up of, you know what, he was. we never had this, so to get it now feels like, like again, too little too late. But he got to have like, a life and a family, so he has a happy ending. So I'm okay with that. <clears throat> I 100% agree because we always had that issue that they never showed us him in the suit, that mm-hmm. it, he was the red, blue blur, yeah. he was never Superman. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that's the, the direction that they wanted and had to go down. Yeah. Fine. It fits with the character that they showed us for how many he years? He never cared years? about it, really. He never cared about it and anything. It was like he was a hero, but being. Being a hero was important to him, and his and his powers and the people that in his life that he loved and cared about yeah. were important to him, like Lois, yeah. like his mom, like his yeah. dad. But being Superman was never was never his thing. Yeah. So him not being Superman here and giving it up and being like, no, I'm happy. I'm just Clark Kent mm-hmm. with my wife, with my kids. I'm at peace. I did the superhero thing. It happened. It happened. But and they don't show it. I go that works. Yeah. We never got to see it before, so right. we don't have to see it. Now. Like, it doesn't bother me that we didn't get to see it now. Exactly. And because I, I didn't Superman, get to see it when I wanted to see it. When I wanted to see it. So now it's like, I don't, exactly, I don't need to see it now. And it, goes, and it yes. goes within the character that, and the story that they told us with that particular Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. When we get to the Superman they do, I was really happy that yes. that was the one that they yes. went with. Okay, so yeah, let's go to that. Let's do uh, it. We go let's to... Let's do it to it. <laughs> We go to Earth 96, a.k.a. the year that Kingdom Come was published. Oh. Yeah, I looked that up. Very nice. Like, it seems, I was like, these Earths, these, you know, mm-hmm. numbers have meaning, and I knew this meant something. Nice. Yeah. Um, and we get the Superman theme plays. Yes. And I go, oh, my God, I love it. And, hey, look, <laughs> it's Roy. Yeah. Oh, Ray, sorry. Right, right. It's Ray. And this is where I went, oh, Lois likes all the Superman. Because she's, like, they bump into each other. Right. And they do almost like a meet cute, like. Yes. Like, ooh. Like, and I think they play, like, the the love theme mm-hmm. from, like, you know, like, yes. can you read my mind? That music is playing. Yes. And I love that her Clark is like, seriously? <laughs> he does. He looks at, like, really? Oh, girl. <laughs> We're going to have a talk. Exactly. <laughs> And it's the Brandon Roth character from Superman Returns. He's the, yes. the Clark Kent from Superman Returns. Now, let's just quickly, quickly, let's go into Superman Returns for a second, because we have to. Yes. Superman Returns is a movie that I think we both agree on. And a lot of people say this. I go, 
the movie itself, it wasn't bad, it was dull. It yes. was more on the boring side. It, I did not like their Lex because their Lex was doing an impression of Gene Hackman. He was. I did not like their Lois. No. She no. Is. Sorry, Kate Bosworth, but... She is on that list with Erica Durant. Sorry, I didn't yes. like Erica Durant's is always right. there. <laughs> um, so... The, the characters in it we weren't fond of. The story itself was not anything. I didn't watch it and go, that's really bad. It was just bland. Yeah. There wasn't much to the story. Yeah. But what we all, but what we both agreed on and what a lot of people agreed on was Brandon Roth played a damn good Superman and a fantastic Clark Kent. He was, he wasn't copying Christopher Reeves. Right. But he was in the vein of Chris Reeves. Yes. It didn't feel like, oh, we're trying to make a copycat of him. Exactly. But I felt like I there was like something to him. And watching this episode and watching him be Ray and Clark, I didn't realize how much of a difference he played between their characters. Mm. His Ray is a bit lighter, happier, just like happy go lucky. His Clark has a deeper voice, is more seriousness to right. it. And I went, This is freaking amazing. So you never watched Chuck? No. He was on the third season of Chuck. He yeah. was on the entire season. And he starts out being a good guy, mm. being friends with Chuck, whatever. And he events happen that slowly turns him bad. Bad. Yeah. And I saw that going. And, I, and at the time, I didn't think Brandon Roth could play that dark mm -hmm. character. Because this was also after Superman Returns. And he goes into that. And, and you look at from the beginning of the season and those episodes... I go when he's like happier, you know, good guy uh, 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 character, his Agent Shaw, that was mm -hmm. his name, to where he winds up at the end. It's like, damn, mm -hmm. like, damn it. He range. And he goes dark. Yeah, the yeah. range. You're just like, wow, that arc w and growth was like, damn. Yeah. It was impressive. So seeing him play right here and then playing like Superman yeah. here is like, oh, yeah, no, he. I saw that before. He is good at that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very impressive. So, um, they go into it. So he's editor-in-chief of the Daily Planet. Yeah. So they go into his office. I, I, like, did, I, I did like I love they how they compared he, their glasses, yes. like nice glasses. And I love how he instantly goes, yeah, I believe what's going on here. Yeah, and he like he takes off his glasses, mm -hmm. and he starts... Like, I didn't want to say Christopher Reeves, but he kind of does that whole, like, when he is he's Clark. He's so good at Clark Kent. When he does the Clark... His voice is a little deeper, right. you know, still deep, and he, but he's a little, like, you know, like, a little still slubbed over. Yes. And then they go in the room... And he takes off his glasses. He kind of does that straighten up yes. thing. Because that scene from Superman, the first movie, when Christopher Reeves, just that little moment where he goes from, like, he's going to tell Lois, and he takes off his glasses, and he straightens up, and he does his voice, and he transforms on screen. It's, it's mm, iconic. So good. So, so good. good. And, I, and just to go on this, like, side rant, I can't believe how... Just these few scenes with his Clark and with uh, Tyler Hex Clark and even Tom Welling's Clark and their Superman-ish, they get it way more. I buy it way more than I bought anything that Henry Cavill, oh, Cavill did in the agreed. movies. Other than that one sequence in Justice League where yes. he kicks everyone's butt and he right. comes in to help save the day and then do the running. He had a whole movie as Clark, and I didn't. He had two of them. Sorry, I was gonna say right, he had two. Any of that. Here we get a few scenes in these shows, and I'm like, I get it. They're Clark. They're Superman. You watch all th right. You watch all three of those actors, and all uh, and all three of how they portray, and you go, it's Superman. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's three different actors yeah. playing 
three different versions. Three different versions. You know, yeah. some similarities, some yeah. things here, but basically three different versions. And in each version, you go, it's Clark Kent and it's Superman. Yeah. I totally, I get it. I buy it. I'm into it. And yet you're right. The Henry Cavill, I never. It took Clark, until Justice League in those two I still scenes, never bought it. I went, oh, I, if they had did this. There was this, a glimmer if of, If they had yes. did this, I would have been all into it. Ah. Uh. So Ugh. no, you're it's so yeah. true. It's yeah. so true. And I just I still I'm so I'm happy that because of this crossover, like I said, they meandered and they would do all these cameos, but because of this we got to see Brandon Rolfe in the costume again. I was so he deserved it. Yeah. Um I love the fact I love that Tom Welling, who again has said, you know, while Smallville was a gift, it was also mm -hmm. a curse for him. Yeah. I go at a lot of times, and he has a lot of you know issues. I go with that, and he was never big on being Superman. So yeah. I love that he got the ending that he wanted. Yes, I love that Brandon Roth, who deserved better, deserved yeah, a deserved better movie yeah. and deserved another chance yes. to play Superman and uh, in another movie, got the chance to show everyone again in a something better yes. than Superman Returns why he's such a good Superman. Yes. And because you know what, people say it now. But at the time, he got sh people I felt shit like on I him. I was like the only one going, oh no, he's really good. Right. He deserves more. And they're like, no, it's crap. It sucks. He's and that's boring. why they were right. happy to get, like, you know, Henry Cavall. Like, oh, thank God. We got yes. to Not the same thing as Henry Cavall. No. But everyone. Henry Cavall on. was Henry Cavall was oh they're making up for the mistake of Brandon Roth. The, he was an unknown. Yeah. No one knew him. He was boring. He didn't play him. He was that just doing Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. And it was like no, and it so he got crapped on a he lot did. for that, and anything, and it kind of affected his career a little bit. I think it did. Yeah. I go after that. I go, and I love the fact that he's that you know the way that Tom Welling got his ending. Brandon Roth got to reprise his role and mm -hmm. show everyone. And now that people are, are also starting to realize it, yeah. oh, wait, he's really good at Superman. Yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so they're, yeah, they're, they're in the room. They're in the they're and room. Lois is like all these plaques and everyone's name. We see Harry Jimmy's. White, Jimmy, Lois Lane. Uh, yeah, and she's like, yeah, the Joker like thought we didn't cover him enough, so he came in and gassed the whole building. Right. Well, he he doesn't mention the Joker by he name. He says this this uh, from clown. Gotham. He goes this clown from Gotham. No, a reject. A, a reject. reject from uh, Gotham came and thought it was funny. Yeah. To come and because he wasn't getting covered enough and mm -hmm. gas this whole and anything and kill. He's like, I lost my friends and I lost my wife. And Lois is like, oh, more lost than any man can bear. bear. You're our paragon. Exactly. And they find out he's the paragon yeah. of uh, truth. And he goes, okay. And he puts on his costume and he's like, and cool. it's the, um, the Kingdom Come co uh, costume with yes. the black. And the music plays. We're like, yes, yes, this is the moment. Hey, who invited Lex? And here's Lex <laughs> Luthor. And Lex is basically like, yep, okay, here we go. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna make you He's like, you that's boring now, you. right? He's like, that's boring now. He goes, that's not fun anymore. But yeah. I'm gonna make you kill you. And he basically infects Brandon Roth's Superman, yeah. and then him and uh, Tyler. I also like he has the curl. He does have the curl. Yeah. <laughs> I go, uh, and then they start fighting, and they. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. They bust out the window, and yeah. then like the building, all the in the other building when they're fighting, all the glass, glass shatters yeah. and everything, and they're like. Going, zooming, and doing a Superman and, fight basically outside. I was happy to see outside. fly again. And yes. he did that thing where he like when he kind of stops flying. He's like standing in the right. air. I like, and I feel like they made the Brandon Roth Superman more powerful. Or yeah. a little well, bit. Well, he's a little bit older. More mature. Right. Yeah. I don't want to say powerful. They have the same powers. Yeah. But he's been Superman longer. Yes. So, you know. You so do more with it. Right. Yeah. So it's a good fight. They're both going back and forth. And then they eventually fly back into... Yeah, he's like, you know what? I want you to feel my loss. I'm going to kill your wife. Wife, right. Because, like, Lois and Iris are like, 
in the window like, like oh, like you know, like they're worried, but at the same time they're like, oh, cool, Superman fight, <laughs> Superman record fight. Let me record this. Yeah. This is dope. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, Lois is like, okay, oh, we get away from the window, and the blocking of this was very weird because. Lex has been standing in this room this whole time with the book, and then all of a sudden, Lois comes out of nowhere behind him and hits him. Yes. And I went, well, why'd you do that before? Before. Why did it take so long? Like, he clearly, because... He the, was still standing there this whole the time. The thing is, it's like with the book, it has to be open, you have to look at it, you have to be yeah. focused with yeah. it. So clearly he was standing there focused the entire time, keep trying to keep... Yeah, keep it Brandon, going. You know, Brendan Roth Superman still evil. Why did it take you that... You just wanted to see the fight. Yeah. They I just I don't blame them. They just thought it was cool, and they were like, "Well, well, yeah, we'll we'll knock out Lex soon." But ah, this is so dope. It wasn't until like, "Oh, he's gonna kill me. I gotta get out." Right. Of this. Wait. Did did he say he's gonna kill us now? Okay, let's knock him out. Yeah. They knock Lex out. Yeah. The book falls. And she's like, they open it, and we're like, "Okay, we gotta focus on how he was before." Yes. And then like she kind of figures out, "Oh, Lex turned his love to hate. We gotta turn that hate back to love." Yes. And then Lois does this big speech about like, you know, the truth means everything to you, and believe in the truth of love and something. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a good summary yeah. of what she said, and it basically gets him to. And uh, he, oh, but before that, he starts to do like the laser eyes, <laughs> but. She, the fire? I don't know what it's they're called. It's so bad. The heat vision. Heat yeah, vision. It's so bad because saying it out loud always sounds ridiculous, but it's always so cool when you see it on yeah. screen or on a, yeah. But Tyler Heckman like jumps in front and he's like, and he's they're all like, it, right. they're all like, remember the love, remember the love. And it, but then they fix Right. It. And yeah. then in runs the black eyed peas and goes, where, where is, is the, the love? love? And like, it's right here. Yeah. And, <laughs> but then, they, you know, they change them and they save the day. Exactly. And, and then, uh. Everyone goes back to the lab, they to the, the Wave Rider. They go back to the Wave Rider, and they all jump in. And at that point, Ray is making a... A Paragon Detector. A Paragon Detector. And, and he has a little moment with Clark. He's like, oh, do you have a nut, al a nut allergy? A, a gluten allergy. Yes. And it's like, it's really cute. To, you know. And I like how they're like, it's like looking at Ray, except more buff. Yeah, yeah. And I did when, um, when Kara comes in, she's like, mm. wow, Ray, what happened to you, Clark? Like, uh, Tyler Hagelin's like, that's your cousin, kind yes. of. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and everyone kind of then congregates, congregates yeah. back to the Wave Rider because Kara and Kate are back now. Yeah, um, Lex is getting locked up. He's like, yes. Locked up. Oh, Lois brings in the baby, so uh, uh, Brandon Roth's Superman can meet him. He's like, oh, that reminds me of my son Jason. Yes. But that was nice. And, but Kara is. She's like, I'm going to be prison buried right now. I'm pissed at you, Monitor. Yes. And <laughs> she's like, and he's like, you know, like, I don't trust your motivation. She's like, oh, no, we needed Lex to lead us to right. this paradigm. It's like, Lex, I told you Lex had a role to play. His role was to lead you. Because then, okay, so then they real, because then Ray gets the. Oh, uh, they, he does the whole speech about, like, he's supposed to lead him there. And then right. Ray's like, okay, it's working. And he turns on the Paragon detector, yes. and they're like, well, where is that leading to? He's like, oh, it's a ship. Oh, does it work? And the monitor comes with this, like, smug smile. Right. Because right now I'm just like, I'm over your monitor. Exactly. I'm with Prison Barry. Um, <laughs> I'm with the anti-monitor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, no. Like, because, like, you, because, oh, because Kate goes and says, 
he wasn't. He wasn't the Paragon. If he was, he's dead now. He's dead now. And we killed the Paragon of Courage, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, the Paragon is you, Kate. It was you all along, basically. Yes! You were the bats of the future. And she's like, me? <laughs> Pretty much. And this pisses me off. Okay. Because I go, wait a minute. Oh, because he's like, that was Lex's role to play. Or instead of having Lex, letting Lex get the book and kill a bunch of Supermans and then have her go kill uh, uh, Bruce yeah. and do all that, you could have just waited, what, 45 minutes until Ray fixed the thing? Yeah. And then, or, you know, and anything, and then found out right there that it was. But then we wouldn't get, we wouldn't have gotten to seeing all these. Uh... Exactly, and, get, and I get that, it. That's, that's the thing where and it kills it, you. It's it like, kills me because it's like you piss you. You, you did this ran. You, you did this wrong. This time, but you gave me these cool moments. Exactly, you did this wrong, yeah. but then you gave me this. So basically, even though normally I'd be pissed about this, I can't be pissed because you gave me something good. Even when they're annoying me yeah. or doing something wrong or not doing it the way they should or meandering or whatever it is they're doing that's on the negative side, they're giving me something good, and I'm like. But I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Well, the, uh, um, well, my biggest problem is like I can, I'm okay. I can write off. There's a way to have the whole Lexus killing Superman. We do this trip mm -hmm. without it being part of the monitor's plan. Yes. And they're like, oh, we have to stop him. And the monitor's like, that wasn't part of my plan. Right. And he, kind he, of go, he, kind of going along with the all of us was die this way. My plan's falling apart. You could. And you can blame it on the anti-monitor. Oh. My powers faded. Oh, yeah, my powers away. So we could do that. It's the whole, Kate goes to find the Bruce and finds out he's crap, and she kills him. And I'm like, there's no way to make this work yeah. if she was always going to be the Paragon. Exactly. Yeah? Exactly. So that was annoying. I go, the fact that it was like, you didn't need to do all that, but you gave me cool shit and still made me happy. So you're lucky. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then Kara is like, and then yeah, so then Kara basically decides, okay, I'm go I don't trust the anti the anti monitor. I, I don't trust the monitor. The monitor. Yeah. Uh, clearly, he doesn't give a crap. He doesn't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So she's going to take the book of destiny. Oh yeah, because she goes to talk to Ke uh, Kate. Where Kate's like, I can't believe I'm the paragon. Right. Of course. Right. Yeah. And she gives her this pep talk, and she's like, That's why you're the paragon of hope. You're full of this hopeful par like you know hopeful paragon hopeful hopefulness <laughs> hopefulness yes. yeah. And then basically, Kara tells her her plan of yeah. she's going to take the Book of Destiny and bring back Argo. And that's why Kate's like, and not Argo, and Earth everything, 38, yeah. and everything. And she's like, and we're basically Kate's like, hey, this is why. And she's like, because Kara says it herself. Yeah. She goes, if I'm the paragon of hope yeah. and everything, then this is what maybe what I'm meant to do. I, I did like how she talked herself into, into it. Into it, right. She's like. And you know what? The monitor isn't telling them everything, so maybe he's hope, hoping they'll figure this figure out. Figure it out. If Lex is role was to kill a bunch of Superman to lead them to that Superman. Right. Then maybe her role the is The Paragon to, of Hope yeah. is to, right, yeah. is that she has the, the, the hope, continually still has the hope that she can bring these worlds back. Yeah. And Kate's like, uh, but it's dangerous. Yeah. Like it takes a lot of focus, and yeah. and they and it could kill you. It could yeah. kill you. And she's like, well, you know, I have to try or whatever, and you know, I'll do what basically whatever it takes to bring it back. And then you kind of. Kara walks off, yeah. and then you kind of see Kate just holding something, and it's the piece of kryptonite that was on, I think, uh, from the suit, from, from the exoskeleton, uh, yeah. from uh, Bruce's, Bruce's suit. suit, and it's that whole, you know, ooh, and and Kate, because I, I believe Kate also mentions like she's also a little worried that is it this uh, one that she mentions to Kara that she's a little worried that she might 
like how do you, she goes how do you know you say I'm the uh, uh, paragon of courage but like how do you know I'm not gonna fall down that path yeah yeah you know and that, she, her, that her her cousin, that her went, cousin through. went through and you know so they they have this really nice back and forth but then she has the kryptonite and you're like oh, oh like, like you know what a con- Batman always contingency has, plan yeah. and if you have to stop her from doing this thing that might actually not work exactly mm. Uh, yeah. So she has the kryptonite, and she looks at it, and you're like, uh, bat, uh, a, a, a bat always has to have a contingency plan. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Just don't go killing them when they don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there is Lila, who has been hearing like the voices all episode. Yes. And then all like she's, she's like, cray in this yeah, episode. she's like, what's happening? Like voices, voices, voices. And then she like harbingers out. I don't know. She teleports. <laughs> teleports out to like this hallway. Hallway. I don't know. Looks like, like it was in Star Labs. Did, I was like, you guys just kept using the same like, same set. You yeah. did not change sets. And she hears someone talking to her, and then walks the anti monitor. Really, it just looked like the monitor with, with a, a messed up with face. a messed up face. Um, yeah, it's the anti monitor, and he was like, basically, like, yeah, you've been doing exactly what I want you to do, and it's time to do more. To time. do more and like get this plan rolling, yeah. basically. <laughs> and you're like, oh no! And again, in the comics. comics that's pretty much what happens uh he's controlling her through a demon um so yeah and then i bet they'll skip the demon here yeah well they uh, i'm i'm pretty sure they'll skip the demon part because that's just too and and, and that kind of i would say that kind of goes magic and if constantine's magic isn't working I agreed yeah and yeah so uh i was... i enjoyed the second episode I enjoyed it. Um, look, I've enjoyed the first two episodes. Yes, I still, you know, there are issues that we have continuity-wise, uh, pacing-wise, yeah. stuff that didn't need to be in there. But even when that stuff happened, they gave us enough and they did enough with it to go, for me to go, oh man, but I'm still digging this. I'm yeah. still really liking this. Yeah, like the first episode had more urgency. Yes. More of like a story. You felt mm-hmm. like some things were happening in that first episode. In the second episode, not a lot happened. Right. Like, oh, we're going to find the Paragons. And they all just kind of like, other than finding Brandon Ross Paragon right. of, as Clark, nothing really happened. Yes. But you gave me so many like cool like callbacks and cameos and Easter eggs. I was like, I didn't mind it so Exactly. Much. And cool moments and, and conversations, yeah. like the yeah. Mia, Sarah, you know? Yeah. Um, even Iris and Barry. Yeah. You know, it, it's, they make it work. These, yeah. They're so good at what they do. These characters are so good at playing their parts. It, you know, they made it work. Um, and you know what? They're clearly slow playing the big crisis moments. Because I feel like it's going to be one big battle. Right. So they're yeah. clearly slow playing it. And you know what? I'd rather have them slow play it and mm-hmm. develop stuff mm-hmm. and give us stuff than rush it and make us go uh, like because if you rush it it's like that didn't feel big that didn't feel epic so that didn't if feel something anything. happens to people in like that final episode we care about them exactly. we've seen them you know exactly like if something happens to me oh my god i might care i might care yeah exactly so i mean so far so good good yeah. job crisis <laughs> um so this has been one more thing i've been tiffany i've been anthony Oh, and one more thing. Have you checked out the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer? I have. It was amazing. It's so good. It's so good. At one point, I believe she's flying in the invisible plane. Yes. Yes. I was like, that's it. If that doesn't make you want to watch this trailer, I don't know what else to tell you. And also, hey, there's another Kingdom Come uh, moment in this 
that trailer, she's wearing the eagle armor from Kingdom Come. Oh, wow, didn't even notice. 